This is Cami. And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 40. Have you ever wondered how someone that seems new on the scene comes out of nowhere to become an overnight success? Sometimes, but was a success really overnight? Hmm. Hmm. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. So in this episode, we're talking about the myth of overnight success, and we're going to share some examples of people who kind of looked like they were overnight successes, but were they really? Let's start off with Brian Fanzo. Now, Brian Fanzo is super popular. He's known as iSocialFans, and uh, he got his start doing meerkat like that was when he i mean well let's back up a moment do we remember meerkat oh my goodness (laughs) yeah meerkat i mean brian was doing things for a long time like he it wasn't like he really came out of nowhere but when meerkat was new and for those of you that are going meerkat isn't that like an animal yes but (laughs) it was a live stream program just like periscope that came out literally right before periscope and unfortunately got crushed by Periscope because Periscope was bought by Twitter. So unfortunately, they were crushed. But there was this period, I want to say, Cammy, it was like maybe about six weeks. Does that sound right? When Meerkat came out of nowhere, burst onto the scene. I mean, well, talking about overnight. Really the, it really did. It burst off the scene really here in Texas. South by uh, Southwest. At South yeah. by Southwest. I was there and all of a sudden everybody was talking about meerkat meerkat and we were all downloading it and using it on our phones and he just took really big advantage of that moment in time and people were so excited about this new technology and sort of how it worked even though it wasn't all that new but it felt new it felt new yeah for live streaming it it had been around for quite a while when i was in the music business i was using ustream so the letter u and then stream that was a very popular live stream platform but not on our phones it was developed for desktop. They had, you know, a mobile app, but it was terrible. This was all still developing. You know, live streaming took a while to really get good. And when Meerkat and Periscope came out, that's when people were really jumping on board. And that's when we saw Brian Fanzo. So most people think of Brian back in the Meerkat days, and he just shot up to fame. He was at the right place at the right time, getting seen by all the industry experts They all took notice of him. And next thing you know, Cammie, he was speaking on all the big stages all around the world, even though he had lots of experience in all other areas of digital marketing, social media marketing, but he got his foot 
in the door through Meerkat. That's what I saw. Right. And that's a really good point. He got his foot in the door. And that's really important because you can't really leverage a platform like Meerkat or anything like that unless you do have all of the other components in place. Like you've been practicing for a while. You've been doing other things. You have a knowledge base. You have something to talk about. All of these things become important. And then you really have to work hard. He was on Meerkat constantly, like multiple times per day. He wasn't playing around with that. He really took that on in a big way. So I would not say that he was an overnight success, but he did look like one for sure. Right. Um, Another person is somebody we just interviewed for our podcast, who's right now in the middle of kind of shooting to fame, if you will. And that's Sunny Leonard Doozy. She is a YouTube star, if you will, a business to business kind of videos that she does. And she started in news media. So she was not, you know, in marketing. She started as a kind of a reporter, really uh, working for a news organization. And, you know, she was on camera a lot. She got used to it. She was good at it. Uh, She knew how to do it in a great way. And so whenever she moved away from that, she started using YouTube. And really, actually, she started with Periscope and some other things as well, just talking to her audience who were just one-on-one clients that were asking her the same questions over and over again. So she thought, hey, why don't I just, you know, whip out my video camera and explain it once and for all. Um, And that was her mindset of television news coming in, right? Like, let's just tell everybody at once. And that turned out to be a big winning formula for her. And she had a huge thing with Applebee's, a promo that she did that with other people too. And and that's the other thing we were going to talk about. And we'll talk about in a minute about how you can do this. But she collaborated with a few other people and they came up with this Applebee's promotion. And that garnered something like 1 billion impressions and it really made a splash. I think that's kind of where you heard about her, right? It was amazing. I I watched that happen. It was with Brian Fanzo, ironically, and uh, Vincenzo Landino. So the two of them plus Sonny, they they made up this trio of just really strong marketers that did this Applebee's campaign. I want to say it was maybe about two years Mm ago-ish. And it was, you know, marketed very well. And they had so many people from all over the country participating at Applebee's all across the nation where they were like, I think you got like, it was a choice of a free dessert or an entree or um, appetizer. If you, I think maybe it was something like you did an Instagram or a tweet, like if you did something on social media and did their special hashtag, and that's how they did the impressions and saw that they got the 1 billion impressions, which was amazing. I mean, how cool. So that's how I first heard of Sunny. And I know she had been on the scene for a while, but that's when I first took notice of her through the Applebee's promotion. Right. And another person that kind of came out of the blue for me too, um, you know, being in this industry for as long as I have, I've seen a lot of people come, a lot of people go. Mike Steltzner is one of those that just rocketed up to the top and he stayed there with social media examiner and all of the things that he does for that. And he also is your... um, he, he was working with you last year. Could you talk a little bit about Mike and sort of where he came from? I mean, obviously now he's sure. just an institution at this point, but yeah. He really is. Yeah. So people know Michael Stelzner as the CEO and founder of Social Media Examiner. It's the largest blog dedicated to social media marketing. It is truly our industry standard. And as a matter of fact, they do an annual industry report that came out today and it's the 10th annual, and it's an amazing report with lots of information. We'll be sure to link it up in the show notes. So Mike Stelzner does a lot. 
social media examiner, social media marketing world, the largest conference for social media marketers. He has the largest podcast for social media marketers called the Social Media Marketing Podcast. Now, I know for a lot of people, he just kind of came out of nowhere years back. I remember him as the white papers guy. And we're talking, this was probably 15, 16, maybe even 18 years ago, back when the internet was a little bit newer and it was easier to find people. I remember discovering him and he just stood out as the industry expert for white papers. And so I knew about him for a really long time. So what's interesting, talking more recently about Mike Stelzner, I had the opportunity to be mentored by him, which was an amazing experience. He was looking for someone to be their go-to Twitter person. And he wanted to take this person and kind of help mold and shape them for the social media examiner community. And so I had the opportunity to, to be mentored. I had four sessions with him on Skype. It was, an, it was about uh, a little less than two years ago. And it was an amazing experience to be mentored by someone who is such a big deal as he is. I mean, he is like, people look at him as like the godfather of social media. So it was an amazing experience for me. Yeah. And I remember you going through that because we were talking about that when you were there. And every time you'd be going into a session with him, you're like, I've got to get ready. I've got to get ready. I'm talking to oh, Mike. Gosh. I've got to be on You point. have to be prepared when you work with him. My goodness. Yeah. I learned a lot about, you know, the importance of, you know, when you're a solopreneur and you've worked with your, for yourself for like 20 years, it's very easy to have this attitude of being a little bit more relaxed and, you know, and, and people know how good your work is. So you don't feel like you have to always be proving yourself and be on your toes at all times. But working with Mike, oh my gosh, I had to be on my toes at all times. And it was a little stressful, but at the same, same time, it was an amazing experience that I would not trade anything in the world for. Yeah, it was a great opportunity for you. So I'm sure people we're talking about these amazing people that maybe you've heard of, maybe you haven't, if you haven't definitely go into our show notes and look these people up, but you may be thinking, yeah, that sounds really good. I wish I could do that. How do I come out from underneath my rock? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's just me. <laughs> Love the way maybe you say that. Saying that. Maybe that's come just out me from saying beneath, that. Come out from How beneath that rock. Come out from beneath my rock and be noticed like that's that. That's a tweetable. That's a tweetable, Kimmy. Okay. Somebody needs to go tweet that and tag us because that's a good one. <laughs> so yeah, that's maybe how I feel. I mean, it may not be how you sure. guys feel, but it's how I feel sometimes. Like, how do I get out from under this rock? Um, you know, it feels really heavy, like I'll never be seen again or something. But there are um, ways to do this. There. there are ways to right. do this. I mean, you and I have done a very, very good job of having our own success in the business. And uh, I'm sure there are people that look at us as overnight successes, even though we've both been doing what we've been doing for a very long time. I've been an entrepreneur for 22 years in digital marketing. And it's, when I say that out loud, it's hard to believe. I feel really old. But we have some keys to success in this. So you want to share some of these that we can uh, pass sure. along to Absolutely. help? Absolutely. And I haven't been at it as long as you, but 16 years, I can say, you know, so that's awesome. Not, not a little bit of time. It's been Let's pat ourselves oh, on the shoulder that, that to be able to do what we do for this many years, that takes really special people to do something like that. So I think you're very special. And uh, to have done that to accomplish that is amazing. Well, and I also think that the people listening to our podcast, they're very special too, because if you're listening to this, that means you're taking a little bit of extra effort That's right. beyond what the average person is doing out there. So you are 
listening to this podcast and I'm sure others, and you're taking notes and you're trying to find ways to make yourself better and to come up to another level. And I think that's really part of the key. So we came up with five things that we have felt like have been huge factors in our success over time and that we still are working for. We're still striving toward these things even now. You have to Um, do it every day. Always another level, right? There's always another level and there's always something that you need to overcome there. So the first thing, and I think it's so important is consistency. Once you lose your consistency, you lose your voice really in large part because people forget you. So whatever you choose to do, whether it be a podcast like this or live streams like Brian Fanzo or big media company like Michael Stelsner or, you know, a great uh, YouTube channel with an amazing company built around it to teach other people how to do YouTube amazingly like Sunny. You really have to choose your platform and be very consistent with that. I totally agree. I totally agree. hundred percent. And even with the platforms that maybe you aren't spending as much time and going all in on, for example, like everybody knows I'm all in on Twitter, right? And I spend a lot of time there. I don't spend as much time on Instagram, but I know I should because I have a great community there. People do pay attention when I post. What I try to do, Cammie, is I try to get on there at least once a day. It's not always once a day, but I try to get on there and do Instagram stories when I, and and easiest for me is when I'm out walking my dog, Max, because like, listen, I know that I need to take him for a walk. So what I do is I incorporate that time with doing some Instagram stories. Why not knock out two birds with one stone, right? So I try to make sure that I get on there and do this. And that's how I'm trying to be consistent on there. I'm very consistent on Twitter. I'm consistent on Facebook. I try to make sure I'm consistent on Instagram too. When you can be consistent on platforms, maybe you have a weekly email list that goes out, whatever it is that you're doing, be consistent with it. It is so incredibly important. Yeah, I do agree with that completely. And sometimes it's not easy. And I realize that. So if you do fall off that train, I've fallen off of it before, believe me, Uh, just get back on the train and continue. So also don't kick yourself in the pants for it too much. I mean, we are human, but it is really important to get on there. Secondly, is letting your work speak for itself. One of the biggest compliments I've ever had is when people remember my work, you know, whether they remember my name or don't remember my name, when they talk about my work and what I've done and say, hey, you're the one who did so-and-so, or you're the one that put together that campaign, or you're the, didn't you put together that social media breakfast thing in Houston or whatever, let your work speak for itself. So while you're toiling away, remember just to keep your work at excellent levels because people will notice. And in fact, it happens all the time. You just had it happen yesterday, kind of out of the blue. Uh, This was not planned for this episode, but you had a really high profile person notice your work with managed litter, for example. So we always have the opportunity to be noticed if you're doing high quality work. Yeah. So Jay Bear, it was actually last week, Jay Bear took the information about the ebook that that uh, Manage Flitter has done for the social ROI community. They put together an ebook of uh, last year, the first half of the year of all the guests and and other tweets from participant made an ebook out of it. And Jay Bear wrote up this great article talking about bricks and feathers and how the ebook was a brick, but then like tweets and posts and things like that are feathers and how we kind of reversed it. So instead of like having a big piece of content like an ebook or say a Facebook live and we repurpose that out and the repurposing is the feathers, 
it was the other way around. We took all of this content and created an ebook. So it was really awesome to let the work that we all did speak for itself and have somebody high profile take notice. Right. And so you will have that happen if you continue to put great things out there. People are looking for fresh ideas and interesting things to talk about. The third thing is really don't compare yourself to others. This is the biggest trap you can possibly fall into whenever you're trying to kind of bring your work forward and be noticed in the space is really about comparisons. You look at other people just like we looked at Brian and Sonny and Mike and said, oh, wow, wouldn't that be cool if that was me? But no way could that ever be me. You have something specific and special to give. And you need to think about what that is for you. What is it that you have to give that is different than others? In fact, one of the things that I really like, and I've been kind of going through a a program with, um, and I'm trying to remember his last name, but Todd Brown, I think is his last name. But anyway, Todd had a really great suggestion, which is to look at your competition and audit them and see what they're doing and then try to find the hole or the place where they're not doing something and do that. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So don't try to like compete head to head with people. Instead say, hey, what are they doing? Uh, And then how can I do something and be different? And that will differentiate you. It will make you stand out. Whenever you just try to do the same thing as they do, like at the same time, People will just get confused. They're like, which one should I go with? And they're, then, they, then they compare you. You know, you put yourself into a comparison problem right there instead of saying, hey, you know, everybody else seems to be doing this, but, you know, I'm going to do this little niche here. So, for example, our podcasting course coming up that we're going to do, we looked at a lot of podcasting courses that were out there and there's some great ones, really good ones, ones that we've taken. We love them. But not many people are actually sitting down and helping people get a a episode of their first podcast out, like all at one time, like in a very short period of time, so that that way they walk away with everything they need, including their first episode, so that they they've come over the hump of getting something done. Because that's really something that I think a lot of people don't do. So we want to try that out and see if that little differentiation will make us just enough different that people will say, yeah, that's that's really what I want to do. Yeah. So it's best to not be comparing yourselves to others, like you're saying, because sure, other people are doing these things, but we have our way of wanting to do this. What what can we bring to the table that's different? And also to the point you're making prior to that, when people are zigging, you go zag, right? There's the zig Mm -hmm. and the zag. So you focus on other things that are filling in the holes, like you were saying, like it's so important. And that goes into number four, head down, focus on yourself. So important, so important to just be head down, focusing on you. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Focus on what you can do, what can you bring to the world that is unique and special, and that will bring you great reward. Yeah, and they do go back to back. They are different because head down, focus on you really is about that part of it, including doing things like taking courses and bettering yourself. So you may need some work before you're ready to be shining like a diamond, right? So that's part of how it works is that you put your head down. I will tell you that every five years or so, I would say I reinvent myself completely. And I do a lot, a lot of online courses and I like listen to people and I listen to books. I, I actually have Blinkist on my phone, which is a really great app that lets me listen to five or six books every single week. I listen to mindset books. I listen to cool. things about psychology. I listen to things about my profession in marketing. I also listen to everything I can get my hands on. And if there's a really great book, 
in the Blinkist. Um, it's sort of like a uh, Cliff's Notes, if you will, of right. of uh, an audio Cliff's Notes of books. If one of them really stands out to me, then I'll buy that book and I'll read it. Um, I know that you listen to books, right? I do Audible. I, I think Audible is like the best thing ever. If you like podcasts, you obviously do because you're listening to us. Then you would probably love Audible. And Audible is just audiobooks and everything is there. Every book that you are interested in, I would say 90% of them are in there. And I, you know, I'm always learning, Cami. I will listen to two to three books on Audible every month. And I'm oh, always and we, looking. We can get an affiliate link for them too, I think, right? For our podcast. Yes. I have one for my Twitter Smarter podcast. So yeah, we'll get us one for here. Well, one because way or the other, we'll put one uh, from her. We'll put something us. in the show notes. We'll put something mm. in the show notes because if we put the um, affiliate link in the show notes, if you haven't used Audible yet, you can actually sign up for Audible and get a free ebook. You get a free, your first that. ebook is yeah. free. So is awesome. highly recommend because it, you know, we love podcasts because it's easy to take on the go with you. And same thing with Audible. You can do it on your phone or your iPad or some kind of mobile device, as well as through your computer. I do have a link. I'll definitely put it into the show notes. But, uh, you know, we might just get our own for this Ooh. podcast because uh, we would love to, you know, give you all a little reminder every month that, hey, be sure to sign up for Audible if you have not done done so already. So yeah, I think really putting your head down, focusing on you, whether it's bettering yourself, learning more, or just the work that you're doing. Don't worry about everybody else. Focus on you. So important. Absolutely. And then finally, our fifth tip, which is really, really important too, is collaborate, collaborate, collaborate. And here's the thing, guys, we are not capable of succeeding in, in online marketing in any way without each other. You have to have partners. It is not possible for you to do this all on your own. Even if you get to the very highest of heights, it's because people followed you, people supported you, people thought you had something great to say. And also you found other people in the field that also feel the same way about you. You have to collaborate. And that includes not burning bridges, by the way, because I do think there's a lot of people out there that burn bridges unnecessarily. And you know me, I'm a real stickler for not burning bridges. I am the non-burning bridger girl, I guess you could say. You I do are. not allow that um, in my business because I really feel like no matter what kind of conflict you get in with someone, you need to resolve it in an amicable way so that you can then at the end of the day, look yourself in the mirror. So I'm kind of, that's important for me. So, but collaborations are huge. And could you talk a little bit about collaborations and why you think that they're important? I, I love, I love this word collaborate, you know, my, my word for the year in 2016. And, uh, it, you know, I even have my little post-it. So if you're watching this on video, you see each year I have my words and, uh, yeah, 2016, it was collaborate. And I spent that year focusing on taking relationships I built and finding ways to work together with other people. And what's interesting, Cami, is the next year, my word was accountability. And I was like, you and I need to be accountability partners. And look at what it led to us collaborating together on this podcast. So Absolutely. I just love that. And you never know where these things will lead. So if you are big on networking, like Cami and I, then collaborations will be so easy for you because you have a whole network of people. Go pick some and just say, hey, let's do a project together. Let's write a blog post together. Let's start a podcast. Let's do something together. 
and uh, great things come from that. And so I've been really fortunate taking a lot of my great connections I built over the years, Cami, and have done amazing collaborations. But I have to say this one that you and I do with the podcast right now, this is my favorite collaboration I'm doing is so much fun. Where even though I have a podcast, I do myself, my Twitter Smarter podcast. You do. You do. You know, that's just me. I love it. But this podcast is so much fun because I have a teammate. I have someone to bounce off ideas and work together with, and it's so rewarding. So I definitely urge our listeners out there find opportunities to collaborate with other people, make it your mission to go, even if it's just a few people that you can reach out to, I urge you to do this because collaborating with other people will be the most rewarding thing you do this year. I agree completely. And you know what? I think that you'd be surprised what happens if you reach out your hand to somebody else. I get so much more done when we sit down and do a a meeting and come up with ideas. It's weird, but like I can just think better. Like when somebody's sitting there kind of looking at me going, think, think, I don't know. I just, I'm the same way with brainstorm sessions. Like I just need that other person on the other end of the phone line or just on Skype in front of me, just so that I just start thinking out loud, knowing someone's right there listening. And then I can come up with 20 new ideas. So I totally understand what you're saying with that, Kami, is sometimes we just need someone right there with us to talk to. Right. And I think, you know, you'll find that that's really the best way to manage it. And one of the the best ways you can collaborate is come to our Facebook group, join our community, and maybe you can just throw in there who you think of as an overnight success. We'll put up a post about that. Who do you see as an overnight success? We'll have a conversation around that. And what'll be great about that is you'll see a lot of like-minded people in that group. And hey, you know, start to connect with those people in the group. There's an amazing group there of people that want exactly what you want, which is to build an online community that's really awesome. So come on to our community, sign in. We love action takers and we really want to have a conversation with with you guys. So please come on over to communitiesthatconvert.com. You can sign up and we'll send you an email that tells you exactly how to get into our community. The secret word to enter our community is action. Action. Um, if If you don't want to give us your email, that's fine too. You just go over to Facebook and um, search for communities that convert and make sure you choose the group option because we have a page and a group and uh, we will let you in. Just just ask to, to be let in and we will let you in. So what else yeah, do we want to say? And, and I want to make a comment on that, that um, here we were talking about Sunny Leonard Doozy. If you are in the Facebook group, you get a lot of bonuses and perks and great things. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that do. we did recently is we had our interview series in the last month where we interviewed lots of great people. Each one of them gave us like some bonus content, some bonus tips just for our private Facebook group. And Sunny Leonard Doozy gave us some really great tips that we just put in there this week. So if you are already in the Facebook group, then, you know, it's there for you to consume as a, a MP3 file of her talking about uh, some, some really amazing tips. If you're not in the Facebook community, sign up. Doesn't cost you a thing. You don't have to give us your email address if you don't want to. Just go over to Facebook and sign up for the group and you will be able to listen to these bonus tips from Sunny and all of our other amazing guests. Plus you get to hang out with Cammie and I. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, I, we think it's cool anyway. I don't know. So we hope you do too. Anyway, have a great week, guys. We're going to come back next week with some more amazing content for you. 
I hope that your guys are getting ready for the end of school here because I know this is end for most of us, um, if that, uh, those of us who have kids. So get ready for summer and we want to help you get your mindset on straight. So go out there, believe that you can succeed because there is no overnight success. It's all about hard work and collaboration. Take and care. We believe in you. You we can do it. Totally believe in you. And we'll talk to you soon in the community. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Madeline, and I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode, and we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar, that's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R, and also to Cami. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Music